On this week's XJ Talk Show, Jeep is under the gun by the NHTSA for its lackluster response to the ZJ gas tank recall. And we have a call to action to help save the Brazos Valley off-road ranch. Steve shares some very important Jeep tips. We've got voicemails, a peek into the mind of Nikki G, and we can't forget some of that YouTube love. Dwayne talks about his interview with a local Fox News affiliate and his cure for the heat soak problems he's faced. I talk about tie rod roll and a potential cure. We have a review to share, wheeling wear, and so much more on this week's XJ Talk Show. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the XJ Talk Show. With Tammy on Wrangler. Tony and Josh on Cherokee. So sit back. Strap in. And First week in G. Man, how do I follow an intro like that? Seriously. <laughs> I failed at the wave. I'm going to have to do this uh, part of this week in Jeep Naked or something like that. To get ready for this. <laughs> no, guys, this is a, that's a fantastic intro. Great work on that, Tony. This nice. week in Jeep, guys, we got uh, a call to action. I need you guys to all rally around this uh, right here, right now. We need to save the Brazos Valley Off-Road Ranch. Brazos Valley Off-Road Ranch has been a great family off-roading park. For many, many years, not only is it an outlet for locals, but for off-roading enthusiasts around the state. It is one of the only parks of its kind, and with the safety rules in place, also one of the safest. Also, at this privately owned piece of land, Steve Opperstenny keeps the park low-cost by accepting only donations, making it a very low-cost, stress-free, relaxing, and family-oriented place for people to come and enjoy the outdoors in a way that many don't get to experience. Not only does Steve and the local TX4WheelDrive.org chapter conduct their off-roading meetings out there, but they also organize events to raise money for local charities several times a year. The Brazos Valley Off-Road Ranch is a close-to-home off-road park that many local people in the area frequently enjoy without having to travel several hours to other parks and pay their high entry fees. Brazos County and Bryan Township have laid out plans for developing this private land and for housing and building roads across this area. To all the four-wheel drive enthusiasts out there, these actions would be extremely detrimental to the off-road community and the enjoyment of the local population as well. Needless to say, they need your help. A petition has gone up, guys, and signatures are needed. To help out, all you need to do is go to the petitions page, and we'll post up that link in our show notes. And I'll go ahead and give it to you now, but you'll see why it'll just be easier for you guys to go to xjtalkshow.com and search for episode 176 if you're listening to this in the future, that is. Uh, we need signatures, people. Signatures. Yours could make all the difference in the world. For now, go to ipetitions.com slash petitions slash save Brazos Valley Off-Road Ranch and sign now. We will have that link up in the show notes. So please, guys, we need signatures and we need them now. NHTSA gears up to take action in the coming weeks against Jeep. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is poised to take action in the coming weeks on two long-running safety recalls that it views as progressing too slowly. The agency's top official has said this week, the NHTSA administrator Mark Rosekind said today that two working groups at the agency have developed a range of options for next steps the agency can take on the recall of 1.56 million older Jeep SUVs for fuel tanks that could rupture in a crash. These are the older Jeep Cherokee uh, gas tank crashes that we've been talking about for weeks now. The most important thing was to be able to generate a range of options for us to kind of decide where we want to address these issues in a strategic but timely way, Rosekind said. 
I think we're on one or two weeks away from actually having some concrete things to start on, start taking action on. The NHTSA has declined to specify the options that are on the table, but the agency has been dissatisfied with the overall pace of repairs under the recalls nonetheless. Bloomberg reported earlier this month that the agency may consider reopening an investigation into the Jeep recalls after reviewing how many of the Jeeps were repaired in the first quarter, which isn't many. In any case, this comes as a bad time as Fiat Chrysler is staring down the barrel of another round of massive recalls. Yeah, I know. Not good news. We'll get into that a little bit more next week. And coming up next week as well, there's rumors going around that automakers and the government may be teaming up to take steps to prevent us from fixing or modifying or tuning our own vehicles. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. For this week in Jeep, guys, give I got to give big, huge props to Jake and John once again, working overtime to get me some content. I want to thank the rest of you guys by submitting those stories as well. Keep up the great work and keep those stories coming in. If you've got something you think we should report on or you got a response to any one of our stories here on This Week in Jeep, please send a response to newstips at xjtalkshow.com. You know, I'd like to see a, a government that actually supports uh, business and instead of trying to run them out of business, uh, frankly. It's I mean, just more governmental regulation that we certainly don't need any more of. Uh, it just seems like a really dumb thing to me. I mean, Indeed. yeah, we need to be safe and uh, things need to be made well, but um, this stuff was made a long time ago and certainly yeah. things have improved and, uh, you know... I, I, you know, well, you know, I think everybody, uh, everybody knows how I feel about this. I think it's just uh, uh, the you carry a flammable fu fuel, and bad things are going to happen uh, from time to time. Uh, hopefully, they don't, and uh, maybe one of these days we uh, we won't have uh, conventional fuel that can burst into flames. We'll have small nuclear reactors that will. Oh, outstanding! <laughs> it will decimate. Now we have a mushroom cloud reported on the five just south. <laughs> it will decimate a small area, and uh, they'll have to put a, a drive around for the next fifty thousand years to keep people safe <laughs> away from the radiation. <laughs> Good news, folks! The half life of eighty four is just about up. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Evil will uh, we'll still be closing eighty five whenever uh, eighty four reopens. So, uh, anywho, that's, uh, that's, we always have that to look forward to. XJTalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to XJTalk.com when you're off-road too. Using your smartphone, install the Tap a Talk app, then search for XJTalk. Take XJ Talk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well... Anywhere you need your XJ Talk fix. You already know about XJ Talk on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+. But did you know we're on YouTube as well? We have often on-road adventures, how-tos for fixing or augmenting your Jeep. Besides, man cannot live by sound alone, right? Come see what we got at youtube.com slash user slash XJ Talk. Don't forget to subscribe and make comments on our videos. This is Dan from the 4x4 Podcast, and you're listening to the XJ Talk Show. Hey guys, on this week's Wrangler Talk, I make a change to the Rubicon with a new Jeep part out on the market. This is Steve, 4.3 LXJ, with a quick Jeep tip. Always use distilled water in your radiator. Now, a lot of people just take the garden hose and fill up their radiator, but most water, if it's not distilled, has minerals in it. And those minerals set up electrolysis within your radiator and 
you start getting stuff that looks like rust, which it is, because of those minerals that are in the water. And uh, they can also uh, rust out the freeze plugs and uh, you get leaks in them. So use distilled water and antifreeze only in your radiator unless you've got some kind of uh, specialized coolant substitute. But doing this will avoid a lot of headaches. Excellent. So uh, I want to talk to you here a moment about the 4x4 Radio Network, uh, the XG Talk Show, and the 4x4 Podcast, and now the Center Steer uh, Podcast, which is uh, Land Rovers. Uh, yeah, wink, wink, nudge, cool. nudge. Yeah, exactly. I uh, have created a network. We'll be adding uh, more shows to the lineup soon. In fact, I was talking to Dan earlier, and he's going to be talking to a uh, yet-to-be-named uh, additional, uh, yeah, yeah, I hadn't told you guys about this, have I? Uh, no. additional, uh, uh, new, uh, podcast. We hope, hopefully they'll, uh, they'll join. They may not, uh, this may be a little premature, but I think they will. Cause it's a great network and you guys should go over and visit, uh, www.4x4radionetwork.com and that four by four, well, that's an X. So four X four radio network.com. It's all getting bigger. Do, guys. Yeah, it is. New shows added all the time. Of course, uh, you can always head over to the respective shows websites to get them there, but it's a great source to get all in one, all of your off-road podcasts in one place. It's a great place to go for all that sort of stuff. www.4x4radionetwork.com. Oh, and we've got a little center steer promo here that we uh, we ran last week, and uh, we're going to run this again. The Center Steer Podcast, a Land Rover podcast by Land Rover owners. So there you go. It's our second anniversary. This is as much as we're doing. We're <laughs> <laughs> we now have two listeners. Oh, we have more than two. <laughs> two that will admit to it. Yeah, that's true. And hi to Derek. We always got to say hi to Derek. We're going to talk to the Lizzie Bus folks. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having us. It's just absolutely great. Uh, so it's quite kind of surreal that we're sitting here, as we mentioned, in Birmingham and talking to you guys over there in the States, which is very familiar to us, having just driven for the last five and a half years around the world in our Defender called Lizzie Bus. That's just amazing. Uh, just an amazing story over there on the uh, the most recent episode of the Center Steer podcast. Uh, you can uh, go over to uh, either the Facebook page for the 4x4 Radio Network or the webpage itself, uh, 4x4radionetwork.com, and, uh, or, or, just, or just go to the Center Steer uh, podcast and listen to that uh, uh, riveting interview. And uh, uh, John and the, uh, the gang over there do a, a great job. They do a lot of talking about Land Rover. And uh, if you want to sit back and listen to a, a lot of information, I mean, talking about an hour and a half, two hours worth of uh, content, uh, you have all, it will help you fill your day at work. It'll keep you uh, awake. So when the boss walk, walks by, you may not hear him but, uh, <laughs> or her, but you'll uh, certainly be awake, which is uh, always conducive to maintaining employment. So uh, here's a little section that we do to introduce ourselves. You guys know me as Tony. That's uh, uh, also my stage name. And uh, <laughs> thank you. And uh, poll is optional. So um, uh, bring your dollars. We uh, excuse me, five dollars. Well, quarters are okay too. Uh, so anyway, the uh, you know me from xjtalk.com, little uh, uh, Jeep forum that uh, we started about six years ago. And if you like. 
uh, that you should like this because uh, that's why we're doing this podcast is uh, to help promote xjtalk.com, wranglertalk.com, and of course now the uh, 4x4radionetwork.com. So uh, here's uh, here's my co-host, uh, Josh. That's right. I am Josh, and you guys know me as NW99XJ or Northwest99XJ all over the interwebs and all throughout the Jeep world. Uh, guys, we are here to bring you lots of tech, a little bit of entertainment, and uh, well, just maybe help fill your day with some off-road goodies as well. And like Tony said, we are here to support the website, so please uh, talk about them with your friends, share them in your posts, and we encourage you guys to visit often. And I'm Tammy. I'm Jeep Mama. I have a blog at www.jeepmama.com. And my blog's about my journey with my new Rubicon. Outstanding. We all have our own Jeeps. We're all Jeep families here. And of course, we welcome you guys to our extended Jeep family to join us every week as we record the XJ Talk Show live every Thursday, 10 p.m. Central. We broadcast it live as well over at xjtalkshow.com. You can also find us on YouTube. We encourage you guys to subscribe to our YouTube page and we can find the shows there as well, youtube.com slash xjtalk. And we are all over the web, guys. Uh, Make sure you uh, check us out on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash xjtalk.page. Uh, in the meantime, we encourage you guys to give our 24-7 voicemail line a call. That's 530-675-4102. All kinds of ways to join in on the XJ Talk Show fun. Yeah, and speaking also, of voicemails. Yeah, also, too, uh, don't forget about our speak pipe that's right on our webpage. And I want to oh, encourage... That's the best way to do it. Yeah, it sounds best that way. A uh, little bit shorter time, though. I think you only have 90 seconds as, to po- as opposed to a good mm. three minutes on the... Uh, uh, the number that Josh gave you. Uh, I also want to mention, I encourage everybody to use the hashtag uh, XJ Talk Show and uh, put that on all your Jeep posts so you'll let everybody know about the XJ Talk Show uh, on Twitter and uh, also to kind of you know form a little family like the family we have over, over at XJTalk.com. Now let's get to those voicemails. Hey, this is Tony. And this is Josh from the XJ Talk Show. And Tammy. We want to thank you for calling our 24-7 voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at the beep. Hi, guys. This is Joe. And I've had my four eggs and a cup of coffee. I'm on my way to work. And I just wanted to tell you that I was very happy I purchased another Jeep. But I'm afraid oh, nice. that it's not an XJ, but it's a WJ. And it's in like a nice shape. And, uh, <laughs> so it has more. Curse of the cell phone. Enough, it seems a lot like the XJ on straight axle and stuff. And just wanted to call and touch base and uh, just share my excitement with somebody that might care. So you no, guys have a great day and keep up the great work. Bye. Okay. Thank you, Joe. We appreciate the call, and you will find WJ fans here. In fact, I am a huge WJ fan. I've always had a soft spot for the Grand Cherokees, the later model uh, ZJs, and really the WJs is where my it was where my heart falls with uh, with that body style. Uh, I, if I was to build today, if I was to build an expedition vehicle or an overland vehicle, my platform of choice would be a WJ. Uh, for many, many reasons, which uh, we won't have time to go into right here and now. But nonetheless, Joe, congratulations on the new purchase and uh, and another addition of a Jeep to the family. 
Yeah, that's great. And uh, thank you very much for taking the time to uh, give us a call. Don't feel bad about the the cell phone thing because you know that nah. all that happens all the time. It's the uh, oh yeah, it, it, it love having you uh, call in. So here we have uh, uh, another voicemail, and it is from Supercroc. Maybe he's got some good news about his no start issue from. Uh, oh, I hope so. Last show, try our best that. to help him out. Yeah. Hello, this is Anton, the <laughs> Supercroc. Good news. She starts. <laughs> Could you hear hey, that? Hey, <laughs> in the background. Yeah. Combination of uh, CPS and low battery. I'll try to give you guys a listen to her now as she purrs. Not sure if you heard that, but she is running. Thanks for everything. Bye. <laughs> I'm not sure what uh, Child Protective Services would have to do with the, the Jeep not running, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, make sure you open the garage door next time uh, when you start. <laughs> exactly. Deep, so. Roll the windows <laughs> <But> no, down. <laughs> Anton, a.k.a. Super Croc, thank you very much for the voicemail. And so glad yeah. that the Jeep is back up and running, man. Yes. Uh, you know, there's a lot of advice. He posted up a uh, um, a, a thread up on xjtalk.com and uh, just was starting to get a slew of advice right away. Mm-hmm. A lot of good stuff, a lot of great troubleshooting tips, and just goes to show you guys why you need to join our little family, our little extended Jeep family there, and uh, pop over to one of the best, if not the best, it is the premier Jeep site on the web, guys. No flaming, no harsh criticism, no, here, let me Google that for you, no stupid questions. It's all <laughs> about helping our fellow Jeep brethren out. You know, I, I love the smart-ass comments, and some of those things are, are pretty funny. Like, have you Googled it? Or uh, <laughs> what was it? Uh, have you heard about Google? Or uh, there's this thing called the Internet that has all kinds of information that you can yeah. find if, if you just search. But, yeah. uh, you know. Or you're posting up a link of how to search in the web, you know, or how to search this forum, uh, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it's, you know, you won't find any of that stuff mm-hmm. over at xjtalk.com. All you're going to find are professionals other Jeep enthusiasts and a lot of people who just want to help out and uh, and just enjoy the Jeep hobby and and all that is Jeep for that matter. Yeah, and I just don't want you guys to think we're squares. I'm I'm a huge smartass, and it's uh, it, I will attest to that. <laughs> and it's uh, it's hard for me not to uh, not to be a smartass, even though my intent isn't hateful. Uh, it's hard for me not to be a smartass, but uh, it was important to have for everybody to have a, a site where they could come and search and and uh, feel. Uh, uh, that it was easy to ask questions, uh, whether or not it had been answered, uh, asked and answered a thousand times before. So there you, you have go. To be, you have to be careful online because you don't know someone else's tone. So you have to be mindful. Yeah. Even if you're trying to be silly, smart ass, someone may take it in a bad way. So, Oh, absolutely. Uh, and that's why I always put a winky face because that, that is like the get out of jail free card. Right. <laughs> Uh, just I did, saying, I did just the, saying. I did the, yeah, I did the winky face. You, know, you could tell I wasn't serious. <laughs> All right, so now let's get to, uh, Josh is actually highlighting the show notes. Which yeah, is I was going to say, he's telling me to move love, along. Tony. It's move along, Tony. <laughs> I'll give you a couple highlights and then I'll, I'll start interjecting my voice and, and just physically moving this thing along. No. <laughs> Some of this stuff you guys don't know it, but it always happens. It's like, it's highlighted uh, and we've never discussed this. I just know it's time for me to start doing something else. Shut up and <laughs> do the next rule. thing. <laughs> Shut up, Tony. 
Shut okay. up and listen to Jeep Mama. Exactly. <laughs> Watch the marker. Okay, so now time for some YouTube love. Yeah, guys, every week we pull some names out of the hat. This is just a few, well, four to be exact, out of our list of subscribers that is growing all the time. And we will encourage you guys to, well, get in on that list. Absolutely. And make sure you tell a friend, spread the word about our YouTube channel. And uh, by doing so, well, we go ahead and give a little homage and a little shout out to uh, some of the people who appear on our list. First on the list tonight, Tony, take it away. David Robinson. I wonder if that's the Admiral. Basketball player David Robinson. I'm Ooh, thinking it's we got Mrs. A celebrity Robinson. in the house. I'm thinking it's Mrs. Robinson's husband. Oh boy! Timely we got reference. Mike S. Mike S. Or maybe Mike's in there as well. Robert Vandenbroek. <laughs> that's what I'd go with. And I could I could have given you this one, but uh, yeah, figured, uh, well, God. that's going to be a mouthful. No, this is Inkholes Tattoo Company, and we appreciate oh, you and all very good. of your I would have never said that. He did some research. <laughs> he didn't just come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, guys, youtube.com slash xjtalk. <laughs> and now we, uh, we go to a new segment, uh, one that I think uh, everybody likes. I know Jeep Mama likes this one. Yep, my favorite. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And uh, I just want to say a good call to the person who bought the uh, freezer on Amazon.com. Good good job spending uh, the extra bucks for a new one because any used one you find on Craigslist probably had a body in it at one time or another. (laughs) And uh, I wish I could take credit for that joke, but I heard it from uh, Dan and Greg on the 4x4 podcast a couple of weeks ago. When I heard that, I thought of that. What can I say? It's been a slow week. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I will chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. This has been From the Mind of Nikki G. Oh, man. Like, I can't believe that. that. He gives a 4x4 plug on our show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sneaking it right in there. No, it ain't nothing but love there. But could you imagine a perfume or a cologne or something, a body spray, if you will, that is fashioned after the smell of an of a uh, Craigslist freezer? Mm. Or a decomposing corpse. It'd be really popular Halloween. No, be just about the same, <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, on, on that note, we're going to tell Tony to shut up because it's time to listen yep. to Jeep Mama. Oh, uh, and we still don't have a promo, Josh. We need. Oh, well, we we do. It is. I. It is in the works. In the oh, yes. it is. It is. I actually spent some time over the last weekend and have started to put some things together. But I need another call to action from you guys. I yes. need the all of you out there in the sound of my voice. The last time I did this, we got some great responses, but I need more. Yes, I'm greedy as all hell. <laughs> what you guys did was not good enough, and so I need a Ooh. little bit more action from you. We need you to call our voicemail line or use our speak pipe feature over at xjtalkshow.com. Give that voicemail line a call, 530-675-4102. And this is all I need you to do, really easy. Just call, use the speak pipe feature, and say, shut up and listen to Jeep Mama. You can say that or shut up. It's time for Wrangler talk. Something like that. Any uh, mix of those words will do just fine. I'll take care of the editing. Uh, give me a few takes, if you will. Doesn't matter. Have some fun with it. But I need you guys to give me those samples. And I'm going to make one of the best intros we've had for this show, at least for this segment anyways, uh, <laughs> out of all that stuff. So a little claim to fame, if you will. Get your name. Get your name. Get your voice in there, at least. 
and uh, we'll have some fun with this. Yep. And uh, actually, I'm going to grab one of the ones that we've uh, already received. It gives everybody kind of uh, maybe a little grease to uh, oh, there you go. get the ideas yeah. going. So some uh, cash in the tip jar, if yeah, you will. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to make it sound like this, but you do have to do it. So <laughs> get busy, guys. And now for some uh, Jeep Mama. Shut up and listen, because Mama knows best. <laughs> Um, okay. Wrangler talk. Here we go. Um, you remember last fall, I received an email from a company and they wanted me to try out a new steering product they made specifically for the Jeep Wrangler. It was called the steering attenuator. It, it is called the steering attenuator and it's by performance stability. Now this steering attenuator is designed to help reduce the harsh road feedback you feel when you're in your steering wheel while you're driving your Jeep Wrangler. It's kind of that jittery steering. The company also stated it's supposed to make your driving your Jeep safer and, and it gives you a peace of mind while you're driving. The attenuator is a highly engineered direct swap out for the drag link adjusting sleeve. They just take the drag link adjusting sleeve off and put the attenuator on. Well, at first I didn't feel comfortable at the time with my Jeep driving experience to make an honest judgment and a review of the product and I didn't. I wasn't confident in my ability to, to install the part on my Jeep, so I was able to pass the part on to a Jeep friend. He installed it on his Jeep Wrangler, and he felt a difference in the steering. So after I read his reviews and I posted a blog on it, and all the other positive reviews I've seen on all the different Jeep forums about this particular part, and then I started paying more attention to my driving while I was out on the road, um, so I decided I wanted to finally try the steering attenuator for myself. So the folks at Performance Stability, um, they agreed to send me another steering attenuator if I agreed to install it on my Jeep. Well, you know, the Jeep mom and me really, really wanted to get under my Jeep and install the attenuator myself. I felt pretty confident I could have installed it myself if I just borrowed a few tools but the sensible mom of two boys overruled the Jeep mom of wanting to do it myself. Um, I have always, first and foremost, need to consider the safety and well-being of my children. Even though I was confident I could do the install myself, I didn't want to take the chance of a mess up of such a crucial system to my Jeep. And especially since it's my daily driver and soon, I'm cringing right now that I have to say this, my son will be driving the Jeep as well. So I just took a chance and I called up the folks at Adams Jeep of Maryland where um, I bought my Rubicon. And like most dealers, they have a service shop, but their shop isn't just your typical dealer service shop. Adams Extreme Motorsports, they specialize in Jeep modifications. You guys should go to their lot and check it out. It's amazing. Every time I go up there, I drool because I see all these cool, there's just tons of them, lifted Jeeps, modified Jeeps. So they, you know, they know Jeeps. Anyway, mm -hmm. I digress. So back to the steering attenuator. So the great friendly folks at Adams Extreme Motorsports agreed to install my attenuator for me. And it was their first installation of one. And so they were very curious as well um, for this Jeep part. So Tuesday morning, I headed up out early and my drive north on I-95 to Adams Jeep of Maryland and it was a quick and easy install and so as I headed I was able to head back down um, home on the interstate before noon. So later in the show during my Jeep Mama review section I'm going to share with you my initial reaction and thoughts 
on the newly installed steering attenuator on my Rubicon. Tony and Josh. Excellent. Well, um, very good. Hmm. I'm I'm wanting to know if it made a difference, but I guess we'll have to wait. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah wait. keep on listening. Great tease right there for the rest of the show. <laughs> don't go to bed yet, folks. Damn it. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I don't guess we have to wait that long, do we, Josh? No, not don't all that long. Fast. Just, uh, don't keep rambling, Tony. We, well, yeah, we got a little more show to go through. Uh, and speaking of stuff coming up later in the show, not only are we going to hear a review from Jeep Mama, but we want to hear reviews from you guys. And, uh, well, this is just a way that we judge, uh, well, I guess how we're doing. We basically are looking for a report card from you about us. Uh, you can head over to iTunes or Stitcher Radio. You leave us a five-star review, if you will. That'd be great. Uh, if not, well, we'll take what we can get from you guys. By all means, constructive criticism is welcomed. But if you guys would like to go ahead and uh, give us a little pat on the back and uh, yeah, you know, tell us a good job or just say hi, it's a great place to do that as well. Uh, in fact, we've got a review uh, from last year about this time. Uh, we've got a five-star rating, like just like this one. This is what you guys got to do. Uh, we, this is from uh, Garrett Tech. He says, love it. Great job with the podcast, guys. Helps me actually enjoy the 80 miles round trip to and from work every day. Why, well, I feel your pain. Uh, while I catch up on old episodes, the tech talk and interviews are top notch. Keep it up, please. L. Grox. So big thanks uh, out there for that review. Guys, get your review out on the show and on the air as well. Just head over to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and uh, give us a review and leave us a comment. Yeah, we're not picky. You can go to xgtalk.com or the xgtalkshow.com and uh, leave comments there, and uh, we'll uh, we'll find them and use them on the show. So uh, iTunes isn't the only place. It's the I think it's the one that helps the show the most, though, because uh, you know iTunes is a big place for podcasts. So uh, if you can't do it there, we'll uh, we'll take it anywhere you want to give it to us. Wait a minute. That Whoa! Sound, that didn't sound right. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving along. That escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. This is Steve, 4.3 LXJ, with a quick Jeep tip. Always carry fluids with you when you're out wheeling. That means that you should have a gallon of 50-50 mix antifreeze and water, distilled water. It means that you should have a quart of oil. It means you should have some power steering fluid and possibly some automatic transmission fluid. And uh, yeah, I have a, a little nice little box that holds all this stuff. I just throw it in, and I'm good to go. You never know when that quart of transmission fluid is what you need to get home or that little drip in your cooling system has just made it so you're getting hot all the time. So to make your day go better, take some fluids with you out on the trail. You know, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, and add to a little bit to this. Sorry to interrupt there, Tony. Uh, I, I do this. This is probably one of the most quintessential tips that you guys can take to heart. Because if you spring a leak, let's say on your power steering line or something like that, uh, let's say you have a transmission line that leaks or like you said, a little coolant drip or something like that, and you are stuck, let's say you're wheeling alone or your buddy doesn't have fluids uh, and one of you is in trouble, guys, a milk crate with a few essential quarts of essential fluids uh, will make all the difference in the world. It will get you home or at least get you down back off the trail and in a position where you guys can call a wrecker or a tow truck or something like that, AAA even, and uh, and get that rescue tow home. It is very important to carry things like recovery gear and especially things like fluids. Great tip from Steve 4.3 LXJ. Yeah, I don't know. Ironic. That- 
No, that's Ironically, right. Ironically, um, another fellow Jeeper suggested that I do that as a blog post today. So it's kind of like, you know, interesting to, you know, Kismet two almost. people suggested yeah. it. It's like the eerie. universe is trying to tell you something. And keep in yeah. mind, Steve recorded a whole long series of these quick Jeep tips uh, probably two months ago. So it was just a, uh, a very random uh, happenstance that I picked that one off the, uh, off the long. Talk uh, about a roll of the dice playing out. Yeah, Boy, nicely yeah, done, yeah. guys. So I don't know I'll if have uh, to get a list from you guys for because I would have no idea what kind of fluids I would need to bring. Yeah, uh, well, well yeah, actually, we that. The, actually, the manual uh, in your uh, in glove compartment is going to be one of the first places you want to look, okay. and and Excellent actually, tip. actually, where you're going to get uh, find out what uh, what is recommended for your vehicle, uh, and then you know we can speak in general terms, but it's always best to look and see exactly what the manufacturer recommends for your for your vehicle. Um, okay. But anyway, do we want to go? Do we want to go down a really quick list, Tony? Well, I, I just want to get this one damn thing out, Josh. <laughs> so <laughs> let him speak. We'll tell you. Tell you what, guys, we, will, we will. How about this? We're going to tease this for next for next show. Uh, for next show, we're going to go ahead and go down a list of uh, some of the more essential things that you want to be carrying in the back of your Jeep, and namely a fluids kit. So we'll go ahead and set that up for That's next week. Here. So make sure you guys tune yeah. in to episode one seventy seven of the XJ talk show coming up next week. So anyway, what I wanted to say was, I don't know that this would be an environmental uh, friendly thing to do, but if you get broke, uh, broken down off road, you might actually be able to use some of those fluids to maybe not start a fire, but maintain one, especially in a wet environment with the, the oil. I don't know about the automatic transmission fluid, but you know, those things will burn. Well, the tires will too, but Try not to use those. <laughs> no, you might need those later. <laughs> you might I've need actually, those. I've actually used that. So it not was the burning tires part. It was an earth-shaking thing, but I was just, I desperately had to say it. <laughs> like, shut up. I got something to interject. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's important. It's easy for me to talk, so I'm glad she, uh, Tammy's getting in on here. So I, I certainly don't mind the interruptions. Just, uh, just found it funny. So, anywho... <laughs> You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Missed it. <laughs> I got one ahead. Yeah. I'm talking to myself in the Jeep. Hey, guys. How's it hey, going? there he is. Hey. <laughs> hey, guys. Who were you uh, talking to in the Jeep? <laughs> were you on the phone? <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Now, guys, this is part of the show where we kind of just sit around the campfire and BS a little bit about Jeeps and what's going on in our own Jeep life. And, uh, and well, we just kind of kind of just uh, shoot the breeze, chew the rag, and uh, talk Jeep for a little bit. Yep, yep. Tony, um, you, uh, we've been talked, well, we've talked uh, over the last few weeks, uh, let's say a month or so, about a recent hit and run that you had. And we went in depth on this, and the video is up on our YouTube channel. And uh, a real quick version of this, Tony... Uh, was driving to work one day. Um, a gal didn't quite uh, do a lane change properly. There was some contact involved. He left a nice little tattoo on the side of her car with the uh, with the uh, with the side of his tire, and uh, and it all was caught on his dash cam. And that dash cam footage has gotten a lot of attention on YouTube. And some of that attention was a local news affiliate, and uh, and they invited him down for an interview at the news station. Uh, Tony, how did all that go? Well, for the past couple of years, uh, actually, I think maybe it was uh, close to three years ago, 
Uh, I, I'm a big uh, Fox, uh, local Fox News, uh, morning news type person. Uh, He's a stalker. In, enjoy, the, enjoy the show. Interact a with groupie. a groupie. Yeah, a groupie. Interact with a lot of the, the, the talent on uh, the morning uh, uh, show uh, through Twitter and uh, make those uh, wise-ass comments. But uh, I was going to be traveling over to Conroe to actually do that engine change, you know, the one that dropped the valve. And, oh, yeah. I, and I reached out to Michelle Marhar and asked her, what would the traffic be like? When, when would be the best time to drive up 45 to Conroe uh, on this coming Friday? And to my utter surprise, she responded and gave me an idea uh, what time to go and just very friendly, very helpful. And oh, uh, very nice. Uh, yeah, it was it was great. And uh, then uh, interacted with her many times on Twitter. Uh, after that, so uh, whenever I uh, received a Twitter message asking if uh, I wouldn't mind providing some source material or some video for a uh, story that she was going to be doing about uh, dash cams, I was uh, more than happy to help. I was tickled pink, uh, uh, really, because here I was going to get some notice for all this editing and stuff that I do uh, on these dash cam videos that literally get like a hundred views. So <laughs> I thought it was great. So I immediately said yes, and uh, uh, then about a week and a half later, I suppose, uh, uh, after uh, giving her my uh, phone number and uh, email, uh, she uh, she reached out to me on email and said, uh, hey, can you come by the station today, tomorrow, or Wednesday and do an interview that we can uh, use and we'll play your videos over the top of the interview? And I'm like, holy crap, I don't want to be on TV. <laughs> I mean, I'm here on YouTube, but I'm, I'm, you know, may or may not be wearing pants and in the comfort of my own home. And, uh, they're, you know, they're probably going to want me to wear pants at the station. So I, you know, I wasn't too, too sure if I should do now, it or not. That's just asking way, <laughs> way too much. No, no, no. We're going to stop this right here. Now guys, uh, Tony definitely has a face for radio. Exactly. So that's why he's a little reluctant <laughs> to get in front of a national audience on a, uh, on a news uh, feature, uh, that was definitely going to be having him. And, uh, and we found out later his Jeep uh, got a lot of attention. Yep. And uh, as you can see, the, the picture I have up now, if you're uh, watching the uh, live show or watching the YouTube recording, uh, there is the, uh, the camera guy and uh, uh, the producer of uh, the, uh, the promo segment that they're going to be running uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, for the ultimate uh, playing of the, uh, the interview uh, and the entire segment on Monday. And I, I would assume they're going to play it several times. You can actually see uh, Michelle over there in uh, kind of in the, uh, the far away por person in the picture uh, in front of my Jeep. And uh, it was, uh, they were uh, taking a picture of the, uh, the dash cam and then I think painting to her uh, while she's talking. So uh, I'm very, uh, <laughs> I'm just blown away about how cool this is. I mean, the, the Jeep gets to be on TV. I get to be on TV and I got to meet Michelle and also to uh, meet a couple of more people uh, that are on the morning show uh, during the uh, studio tour. So uh, just uh, really beyond myself, Michelle was a, a great sport. And I said, would you mind if I took a picture uh, of you in front of the Jeep? And she said, no, of course not. Aww. And then she immediately struck this pose with her hands around the uh, XJ talk show or xjtalk.com logo on the back of my Jeep. <laughs> I didn't um, you see great. the photographer there? Yeah. That's what I used to do. Oh, okay. And then uh, here's proof that uh, uh, Michelle has actually sat in my Jeep. 
she asked about uh, three times every time she was going to get in because they were doing various shots. Uh, and I think uh, the most colorful one was uh, uh, the co- most colorful permission she asked was uh, permission to come aboard, Captain. <laughs> yes, climb aboard the, the ship de Mataroy. So uh, that was great. We actually did the uh, the interview uh, inside the Jeep, and uh, that I think ha- that helped uh, make it a little more comfortable for me than, you know, perhaps in a nice, uh, well-lit uh, air-conditioned studio. And f- uh, fortunately, it wasn't too hot out there. Uh, it hasn't gotten too hot in the Houston area yet, but I was surprised how noisy it was because we were right next to Highway 59 uh, mm. doing all these things. So uh, during the tour, which I don't even have to ask for, I mean, I certainly wanted to go on one, but uh, Michelle says, uh, oh, would you like a tour of the studio? And she goes, oh, if you have time. And I'm like, hell yeah, I got time. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm going to have to check my schedule here. I think I could pencil something in. I've been, uh, I've been working out a plan to break in for years, and now I can just yeah, walk right. in? Sure. <laughs> security's not going to stop me this time so uh as we walk by her uh, her desk she uh, grabbed a bag and she says oh this is nothing i couldn't get any good stuff we don't have any good swag to, to hand out you know, she was uh, apologizing for the free stuff that she was giving me so here's one thing oh i gotta turn it around now i, I won't say i'm i am an american idol fan but I now am the owner of an American Idol. Uh, what would that be? I guess a mug. Uh, and, of course, it says Fox down there. I mean, this is nice. I thought it was glass when I first saw it. It's it's so clear. Oh, I, it's a, a double wall, so it's uh, kind of insulated. Oh, there you go. And let's see what else do we got in the bag here. Oh, and, of course, I got a, a, a Fox News. I need to switch the camera here to a, large, uh, a larger shot. So I got this uh, Fox News bag. Uh, you can't see that. Uh, let's see what else we got in the bag here. Oh, Josh, you'd like this. Uh, Tammy, I guess, no, you would. I guess you would too. This is a beanie, and uh, the beanie says, what does it say? Oh. American Idol on Fox. And it's a colorful thing. I guess it's kind of a green, a black, and uh, a beige color. And uh, now, now, apparently, this is a big deal. Because uh, uh, there's a picture of my daughter wearing all, holding the cup and wearing these things. But I've got this extra large shirt that says Gotham on it. It's black, as you would expect. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm actually a uh, kind of a fan of that bag. show a little bit. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because she said, uh, and I'm probably telling stuff that I'm not supposed to say, but, uh, she's, no. <laughs> but she says, <laughs> oh, man, I'm clear it and clear. You get the camera to focus. Um, so uh, it's just not going to focus. Anyway, uh, she says, uh, people were saying, where'd you get all that stuff? We can't get any of that stuff. Where'd you get it? I told her, I said, just, just do like I tell my wife whenever she wants to know why I get to do things or why I get these things. I just say, it's, it's because I'm Tony. Just tell them it's because I'm Michelle. I don't know <laughs> if you know this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Exactly. <laughs> you understand, Josh. You've known me yes. long enough. I don't yes. know why my wife doesn't get it. So it was a lot of fun, and if you didn't, if you couldn't tell, uh, I was very excited about. Uh, I was more excited about doing the tour, meeting Michelle, and meeting a couple of the other uh, news personalities than I certainly was doing the interview. Uh, very much looking forward to seeing the interview, not really looking forward to seeing myself. I, I do, well. not, I do like. <laughs> you guys don't know how hard it is for me to be on camera. Uh, I, I, I just don't like it. Uh, you know how you pick yourself apart and you look at yourself in the mirror yeah. and you pick yourself apart. It's just, it's just like that. But 
you know, I'll look the way I look. That's the way it is. Uh, do the best you can do and uh, move forward. So <laughs> looking forward to seeing that this come this coming Monday. And uh, I don't know how much, how much of it I'm going to be in. She reached out to me and, and one other person. So, uh, you know, you just never know until you see it. Well, I want to know uh, about this heat creep issue that you've been having for a while when you're, as you're driving on the freeway, um, the things start to heat up a little bit. Now, you recently bought a, uh, a device to help you track this heat soak and, uh, or this heat creep that's been uh, plaguing you with some high temperature readings um, that, well, I don't know if they've been robbing you with performance or anything, but certainly room for concern. Tony, what have your findings uh, led you to believe the culprit is? You know, this is the top reason why I have not been uh, off-road, uh, because everything around here is at least an hour away or longer. And if I can't safely, uh, in as much as uh, safely drive my, my vehicle with the coolant temperatures being uh, acceptable for an hour, uh, there's no way in the world I'm going to damage that, you know, damage the engine wanting to go play off-road because it is my daily driver. So uh, I literally have been been fighting this issue for the past seven years at least, and uh, I I do believe that there was a, a a heating problem, but now I'm a little concerned that uh, perhaps it was a measuring issue mm. because it seems that uh, uh, when I'm at 250 degrees on the OBD2 reading. So that's the reading coming from the computer. It says it's 250 degrees with this little device, uh, this engine monitoring tool uh, out of Australia. It's uh, actually a TM1. Uh, it's the, the, the cheapest model they have. It's a mechanical sensor. You, you, it has a little uh, eyelet that you uh, run the bolt through and uh, wherever you, it's yeah. really wherever you want to measure the temperature. And mm -hmm. uh, I put it on the thermostat housing uh, right there next to uh, the the temperature sending unit, and is that the only place that you put it? Was that your first choice? Why did you put it there? I wanted it as close to the where the the, the temperature the OBD two uh, PCM temperature sensor was. Well, now it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the coolant temperature sending unit down in the lower corner of the radiator? No, it's it was right in the top of the right in the middle of the engine, uh, right there where the the uh, one of the uh, what do you call it? The uh, heater hoses and uh, the upper radiator hose. Jeez. All right. I think that's the. <clears throat> I think that's the same thing from the the pre ninety sevens and uh, certainly on the post ninety sevens. But the the pre ninety sevens also have a uh, a temperature sensor at the back of the uh, head. So uh, and I think oh, one, I didn't know that there was more than one. Yeah, that was kind of strange. It's like one is for the gauge and one is for the computer. And I thought that was really strange. I can tell Josh is looking that up right now. But I am, in <laughs> fact, yes, because I have to look to type and I have to look over my <laughs> microphone in order to see the keyboard. So, yeah. But uh, so, uh, you'll, yeah, you'll see what I'm saying there. But you'll it, whenever you look at yours, because Josh has a, a 99, uh, when you look at yours, you'll see that sensor right there on the front of the engine, uh, just right there in front of the valve cover uh, screwed yep. into the uh, thermostat housing. So anyway, there's a bolt right there, and that's where I put it. Now, uh, getting back to the, the what I was saying, the, the 200, it was 250 degrees on the OBD2 sensor, yet it was 210 on the mechanical connect, mechanically connected TM1 sensor. Interesting. And it was not linear at all. It, as the, the temperature would go up on the OBD2, you hardly see any movement from uh, the mechanical uh, temp sensor. 
And and this correlates with um, the some of the IR scans that I was doing. I have all those little Fluke IR scanners, uh, t- uh, temperature uh, scanners, and I would actually pull over and 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 uh, put the IR on the thermostat housing, and it would uh, show me that it was nowhere near the 240 or 250 that uh, the uh, computer was telling me. Now Matt has has told me several times, um, <laughs> check your grounds, uh, make sure that you. But all the grounds are good uh, between the uh, the engine, uh, well, yeah. everything really. Yeah, well, because the, the 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 four liter, the the Jeeps in general, uh, anything before two thousand one, and even maybe even a little bit beyond, because I've dealt with some uh, WJs that had some electrical issues. But Jeeps in general, guys, are finicky about voltage and ground. They they need to see excellent ground connections. Those battery cables have to be just all so tight and perfect and clean. And everything else, and if it if not, then things like what Tony's talking about start to happen. You get some gauge readings that start messing up. Uh, maybe the Jeep doesn't want to start one day, you know. And and all can be solved by well checking those battery terminals or or refreshing a ground here and there. Right. So uh, got to do that. I still have not done the uh, the grounds, but uh, I, at least now I feel a little bit better about driving my Jeep and uh, well, not good. worrying so much about what the uh, uh, the gauge says. Which, by the way. Uh, 250 is the first notch past 210. <laughs> so it's nowhere close to the, to the other yeah. side, but it, it doesn't jerk around. You know, you would think that if there was some sort of electrical connection issue, that it would be, uh, maybe moving around, uh, quickly or something. No, it just, it just moves up and up and up and up until it gets to that, that point and, uh, kind of sits there. So very interesting. Well, glad that you've got it figured out. I know that this heat issue has been plaguing you for for quite some time. So, uh, oh, yeah, oh, guys, I'm you sorry. Have I, some. I did want to add: if you yeah. have a problem like this, do not trust your measuring device. Get another measuring device. In this case, another way to measure the the the, the temperature of the engine. I spent about a hundred dollars for this this fancy unit. Been, but it's it's portable, and I can use it on all the Jeeps or any vehicle that we have. Uh, but you know, for for twenty bucks, you could have got I, I could have gotten a mechanical. Uh, uh, what do you call those? The uh, uh, mechanical uh, temperature uh, reader uh, gauges, mm-hmm. and just uh, plumbed it into one of the hoses. Uh, actually, I think I could have plumbed it into the uh, one of the. Uh, uh, God, I'm, I'm losing my mind now. The heater core hoses because the uh, the the. The coolant's always circulating through there. At least it is on the 97 pluses. Well, you can get an infrared laser thermometer from Harbor Freight for about 20 bucks. You can mm-hmm. get one of the uh, the gun style for about 36 bucks. Uh, so there would be uh, two great alternative sources for um, a second opinion on on your uh, on your temperature if that is what you're having. Guys, if you are having some heat issues, you know, don't resort to starting to cut holes in your hood or or start swapping out components. Make sure that you actually have an issue and it's not just a uh, device that's measuring things wrong and reporting back to you incorrectly that's, uh, yeah that and i think that gave me a, a many years and and much distress especially over going out and having fun with my jeep so you know just spend a little time a little money and uh, uh it uh, it'll save you a lot in in the long run well uh something that i've been dealing with for for a little while now ever since i went with my over the knuckle steering is uh something called tie rod roll and it's uh it, it happens with any tie rod steering system out there and especially when you go when you step away from the inverted y system and go to an inverted t like what i've got now 
Um, things change a little bit different. That that tie rod roll is is enhanced. You end up with what's called a dead spot in your steering. And and although mine is very minimal, over time and after several wheeling trips, it uh, it tend to get a little bit more. And what has happened is uh, basically where that drag link comes down and meets the tie rod or meets the uh, the track bar. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, meets the tie rod. I'm getting everything all bass backwards here. Um, but where that drag link comes and meets the meets the tie rod, um, the the actual the actual tie rod end will roll against that joint, will roll against that connection point as you turn the steering wheel. And it once it rolls to its maximum point, that's at which point you actually start steering the Jeep. And the in-between spot is, well, that dead spot as that tie rod rolls back against itself or back against the uh, uh, back against where it, where it's mounted at. Um, to prevent this and to limit this a little bit, um, what it, people usually do is put in a little polyurethane spacer right there. And that sort of reduces the amount of roll. Well, polyurethane is basically a plastic and it gives a little bit. You want it to give a little bit. Uh, if you put in like a, a big stack of washers in there, for instance, well, that doesn't give. And uh, you need a little bit of play in that. You need a little bit of tie rod roll to prevent from binding and, and to accommodate the movement of the axle and suspension as it goes through its cycle. Well, um, mine has worn out over the years. Now, I got uh, the one-ton GM tie rod ends. I, I have one-ton over-the-knuckle steering. Um, a little bit more extreme than a lot of you guys are out there running, but um, I deal with a lot of extreme rock crawling with my wheeling style. Uh, and uh, over the years uh, that I've had the, the had this uh, steering setup, uh, my spacer has started to wear out, and that dead spot has gotten a little larger than I would like to, you know, stay comfortable with. Uh, and uh, especially when you're driving a Jeep down the freeway at 70 miles an hour with big old lifted tires and a big dead spot, things get a little <laughs> interesting real quick. So uh, I want to eliminate that. And what I decided to do was um, I found something on Rough Stuff recently. Now they're the people who I actually got my uh, steering components from. Um, now the the bars I got through um, through JCR uh, because I had a uh, I had a gift certificate through them, but uh, I got all of my my one ton tie rod ends, and I got uh, I got my track bar. I've gotten a lot of stuff from from Rough Stuff. And guys, if you are a builder, if you are looking to upgrade your Jeep with um, with some stuff that will require some fabrication skills, well, Rough Stuff is where you want to go for that. They've taken care of me in the past. They will take care of you in the future. Uh, they have a massive selection of builder parts. And one of the things that they are offering now is a Rough Stuff exclusive device that they call the Cure. And I just happen to have one of them right here. Now, this is um, like a UHMW or a polycarbonate, um, a, a, a very hard Teflon, um, a high density Teflon, if, if you know, if that. Um, but it's, uh, it's, you know, I don't know, my mic isn't necessarily picking it up. But it's hard. Um, it, I think it's harder than what I had put in there before. And the difference between this and a lot of the other tie rod spacers is this little lip that you see right here. Now, that what, what that's going to do is actually cradle the tie rod end. And the, the stud of the tie rod is going to fit through there. And it mounts up against the, uh, um, uh, mounts up against the tie rod itself. And so that, that tie rod is going to sit right inside of that lip right there. And that lip is actually going to reduce a lot more of that tie rod roll. This is what they call the cure. And this is the cure for tie rod roll. If you guys have a dead spot in your steering and you are running one ton tie rod ends and you have a, a bit of a, that tie rod roll that you'd like to get rid of, I highly encourage you guys to check out Rough Stuff and get yourself one of these. It's the cure. 
I just happened to throw this in on my order of my frame stiffeners and I will be putting this in here very soon. Now, I've done the research on this and I've actually talked with some Jeepers here in my area who are running these right now. And they say, yeah, no more just plain old washers or, you know, the bushings that you can uh, get anywhere else or make on your own. This right here actually has some engineering done to it. And this will eliminate your guys' tie rod roll. That is uh, $19 uh, from Rough Stuff. Uh, there's probably some uh, some shipping on that. And it is made, uh, oh, I just I had it here in front of me. It's like Deltron or something. Uh, it might be a high-density Delrin. Yeah, it, it Delrin. feels like... Yeah, it feels like that's Delrin, Teflon, UHMW. Uh, it's all a, um, a composite plastic-like material that is very dense and very, very strong. So if you guys want to check that out, go over to roughstuff.com and roughstuffspecialties.com rather and, uh, and check out all that they have to offer for the XJs for basically any Jeep out there. They even got some Toyota stuff and, and other uh, universal builder parts as well. I got myself my frame stiffeners, a lot of other stuff there, and recently, most recently, I got myself the Cure. So uh, I'd just like to mention, <clears throat> you might want to actually do a Google search for or Bing or whoever you use, uh, Rough Stuff the Cure, because I went to their, their, their front page and I was having a hard time finding it. So if you just do the search Rough Stuff the Cure, it'll take you right where you need to go. Uh, the uh, the code for that uh, little little puppy is R is in Romeo one seven six eight, and uh, do me another favor. Whenever you make your order and there's a comment there, a little comment section, tell them you heard about it on the XJ Talk Show. Very good. Another <laughs> way you guys can find it if you do go to roughstuffspecialties.com, click on their new products tab right there on the top left corner um, of their categories there. Uh, it's new products. It's the very first one right there. And about, uh, I'm going to say about halfway down on the left-hand side, you will find the cure. All right. Uh, oh, uh, Josh, did you want to tell people about your ham test? And just in case you uh, fail it and we can make fun of you yes, next week. Yes, yes. <laughs> Guys, after much to do, I've for, geez, what has been going on now? Almost two years I've been talking about uh, getting my ham license. And uh, I, you know, there's several other XJTalk.com members that uh, well, that, I was that going makes to- it worse, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. It makes it worse. It's a little self-deprecation here. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and just kind of, uh, yeah, we'll give myself a few lashes. I, uh, I said, well, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and join the crowd and, and I'm going to do it when you guys do it. Uh, maybe I'll do it first, you know, all this stuff. Nope, never happened. Uh, guys, I've got an extremely busy schedule and, and finding time for this has been difficult. It is something that I desperately want to do, but it comes into a list of priorities of things mm. that I, you know, need or have to take care of. And, and this just kept getting pushed back, unfortunately. Well, now um, the time has come where uh, somebody that is uh, in my day-to-day life is also taking their ham test, and I will be damned if they're going to get it and perform me. So um, this, is, this is my attempt to step up to the plate and finally get my ham test. Now, I've been studying for a couple of years, off and on, sometimes uh, very seriously and diligently, uh, sometimes going weeks and months without even uh, doing any research or studying at all. Um, lately I have been, uh, keeping up on my studies a little bit, uh, but I am not a good tester. I never have been. And, uh, I certainly wasn't an A student. And so, you know, this has got me a little bit nervous and obviously this isn't like, you know, well, if you fail, you're never going to drive a car again type of thing, or, you know, um, you know, you're not going to get, uh, some sort of degree or something like that. It's not that big of a deal, 
um, by making it more of a deal than it really is. But hopefully after this weekend, by the time the next XJ Talk Show rolls around, I will know whether or not I am a licensed amateur radio operator. Uh, you youngins these days, I had to wait like three to six weeks, and I had to check the mailbox every day oh. for my ham license. <laughs> Those olden days. Yes, and you, and now all you have to do is go take your test. They'll tell you right there if you passed it, and within, I think, a week, you can check the FCC uh, UR, uh, ULS database, and as soon as you see it online, you can start using it. You kids today. <laughs> well, I'll well, be hey, saying prayers kids, for you. Uh, thank you. Speaking of kids, Tammy, your son has got a joke for Tony, doesn't he? Yes. Ever since your Henway joke, which by the way, standing, we were explaining this to my, my older son. Uh-huh. We were telling him about the Henway joke and oh, he's like, what's so- a Henway? <laughs> oh, no. Looking, oh no. So he fell for it too. It comes full circle. Did you, did you say, oh honey, you shouldn't say that. And, or did you just tell him three or four pounds? We we did, but he was looking at us like, "What?" He didn't. It took him a while. So he he takes after me in that department. Um, so anyway, my nine year old son wrote another joke. It's he wrote it on a paper here. Why was six scared of seven? <laughs> you see, I'm not answering. <laughs> because seven, eight, nine. <laughs> anyway, but I'm bum. Oh, where's my oh, applause? Man. I have a boo, kid, but I'm not going to do that one. Kid humor. <laughs> Nothing like it. I'll do Nothing this. Nothing like it, I swear. <laughs> Damn gobble. Oh, well. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. No, no. And thank you. Sh- that, I, gave, I should have thrown it at the camera like David a, Letterman. There is a mandatory six months that has to be on the refrigerator, Tammy. I'm surprised you don't know these things. Well, I'll un- I'll unfold it. Oh, but he'll see. He'll see now. Yeah. It was for the show. Just tell him it was for the yeah. show. It was, yeah, there you it was go. prop. <laughs> I don't think that's her son. God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, we uh, are going through the show here, and we've got another Jeep Mama segment here for you. Each and every week, she pulls a product out of somewhere and gives us a review about it. Uh, this week is the Steering Attenuator by Performance Stability. And so I told you, you know, they originally contacted me um, about putting this on my Jeep, and I had no idea what this product was or what it did or anything about the claims they made. And I was honestly wondering, what is harsh road feedback? Um, so I spoke to some knowledgeable Jeep friends about it, and they said, you know, just give this product a try. And so I started to do a lot of research on this subject about oversteer, jerky steering, the attenuator, and all the steering parts on the Jeep. And it wasn't until I started this research that some things about myself and my Jeep became clear. Now, I'm going to clue you in on a little secret of mine that I would have never in a million years admitted to anyone before, but I dreaded originally driving my Jeep on the interstate at speeds of over 50 miles per hour. But I was never going to admit that to anyone. Um, That would just give them ammo to all the people out there who thought (laughs) I was crazy for buying my Jeep at my age and being a mom. But um, anyway, so I'm telling you it now because I'm not afraid of that anymore. Um, Before I bought my Jeep, I never paid attention to the vehicles I drove. I just put the key in the ignition and turned it on and, you know, drive to my destination. My mind was always on what I had to do 
situations that are happening in my life, um, anything other than being attuned to the vehicle I was driving. Um, I would say that I was the same way when I first drove my Sahara that way for that first year. I spent most of the time focusing on driving topless, you know, the wind, my hair blowing. I really didn't pay attention to anything else. And yes, I realized the Jeep was noisy and that's to be expected. Um, driving my Jeep, I would feel every bump and crack and crevice on the road, but that's, isn't what it, you know, that's what it's all about driving a Jeep. And then I remembered the tense times of driving on the interstate. And I always had both hands on the steering wheel um, and I never would sit back and relax. And I always wondered if it was the fact that I was just getting older and soon I'd be one of those old drivers cruising 40 miles per hour on the interstate because I was just so nervous of driving. And then I thought maybe I just wasn't manly enough to handle you know, such an <laughs> awesome piece of machinery like the Jeep. It wasn't until this research and all the reading about the feedback on the Jeep forms that people were giving that I realized it wasn't me. It wasn't just me not being manly enough, so to speak. Um, I wasn't getting too old. So I finally reached out to the company and told them, you know what, I'm ready to try out your product. So Tuesday morning, Extreme um, Adams Extreme Motorsports um, installed the attenuator. So I they installed it. The great crew it took about an hour. So after they installed it, I jumped in my Jeep, hoping I would notice a difference. And most of the comments I read and the folks um, on the Jeep forums, they some of them noticed a difference. Some of them noticed no change at all. And so honestly, I felt I really wouldn't notice any difference at all because of my experience in the world of autos and auto mechanics was basically nil. So I put the key in the ignition and put my Jeep into drive and immediately I felt the steering wheel was different. It was oh, like wow. someone took a screwdriver to it and just tightened it up. And at first I attributed it to my wishful hoping that there was a change. Um, but as I continued down the road, I'm heading south back to Mar um, the D.C. area and um, I could still feel the slapping on the road of my BF Goodrich mud tires on the road. I still bounced in my seat as the Jeep rumbled over the bumps and cracks in the highway. And it was still the great same Jeep ride, feeling all the grooves and the contours in the road. And um, now remember back in Wrangler Talk just a little while ago, I told you about my two-handed white-knuckle nervous Nelly driving um, barely getting speeds up to 60 miles per hour on the interstate because I was just too mm -hmm. nervous. Well, halfway, it wasn't until about halfway down the road on I-95 where I realized I was cruising at over 75 miles an hour with just one hand on the steering wheel. Um, I was lost in my thoughts of what I needed to do that day, and I hadn't even once stretched out my hands. Usually I'll take my hand off the wheel because I've been squeezing it so hard and I have to you know, stretch it out. I didn't even do that. And I was able to change lanes. I was passing slower cars. I just wasn't as nervous <laughs> driving. Out of my way. <laughs> yeah. I know. And I honestly, I felt a difference. I felt more at ease. I felt more comfortable. I wasn't that nervous Nelly driving. Um, you know, there's like lots of potholes on the road. And normally when I would hit the potholes in the, in the Jeep, the steering wheel would kind of jerk and you could feel yourself jerking the Jeep, but it didn't happen this time. So I'm really excited to drive on some more of those familiar roads to see if there's any other changes. Um, now, no, no, this product will not make the Jeep ride smoother. You're still going to feel the bumps and the bounces on the road. What it does is it makes the steering 
more comfortable, it's less harsh, and it's less jittery when you do hit those bumps and grooves in the road. Um, they have an install video on their website as well as a look at the product in action. And they're having a sale right now. It sells for $130 with free shipping in the U.S. And you can check out my blog, um, www.jeepmama.com. And there's links to the Performance Stability website, the Extreme Motorsports website, my links to my previous blogs about this product, and links to the other reviews from other more, I would say, qualified Jeepers who said they noticed a difference. Plus, there's some pictures of those cool modified Jeeps at Adams Jeep Motorsports. So, uh, again, if you guys would, uh, if you go over there and purchase one of those uh, steering stabilizer or, or uh, dampeners, uh, please let, let uh, them know that you heard about it on xjtalk.com, uh, xjtalkshow.com, and uh, from uh, jeepmama.com. So, um, this is great. I'm, I'm really glad to hear about this, uh, Tammy, because um, I don't know if you said or not, but this thing actually goes... Uh, on the drag link, and uh, it, I think it replaces the little, uh, I don't know what that part is called, Josh, the little section that goes between uh, the little uh, uh, sleeve that the adjustment well, sleeve the, on the drag the adjustment link. Coupler. I have the part yeah. out in my Jeep right now. Yeah, you can keep that just in case. Uh, oh, yeah. It's always a good idea to, to maintain those parts, especially if, you know when you get your third and fourth Jeep and you need something. Um, yeah, but, uh, that's right. <laughs> so it just replaces that, that sleeve. And I, you know, actually, I guess it makes it a lot easier to adjust the steering wheel because now you got that big, uh, that big, huge, uh, thing that you can turn. And, uh, I would assume that it doesn't cause any issue as far as, uh, uh, dragging along anything else that's uh, underneath, underneath there. It clears everything it's, properly. It's and, up uh, higher than, um, uh, a lot of the other things in the Jeep. So I don't, it's not going to get hit at all. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be fairly close to the Pittman arm itself. So right. it's, it's up and out of the way. Yeah, it is. So unless uh, it's some odd ball, you know, rock that you go over, but so I I've, think it's going to be fine. Yeah. So I've got to ask uh, Tammy, um, did you paint it purple before you installed it? <laughs> no, I didn't, but I, I should, huh? I, I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised you didn't, that, Especially, you, really you can see, see it, it right? So. Oh, okay. I was thinking you could see no. it. It might be a I little mean, you lower. Really, you have to bend down and look under to, to really see it. Yeah, but there's you would, pictures of it on my. You would know that it was there, and you would know if it was yes. purple. So there you go. <laughs> Instead of the the black spray paint for um, the rust, I should have got purple. Yeah, that's a very good idea. Get you. Uh, I bet you somebody could mix up a can for you. Uh, it probably costs thirty bucks, but you could get that uh, the exact color in a spray can or several spray cans. All right. Well, that's a great review. Thank you very much. And let's uh, let's get over to Wheeling Where with uh, Joshi. This is where we talk about what events are coming up in your neck of the woods and around the nation. The fourth annual Bantam Jeep Heritage Festival. The Bantam Jeep Heritage Festival is a tribute event to the father of all Jeeps, the history behind it, the people who created and its birthplace, Butler, Pennsylvania. The main event is at Cooper's Lake Campground while the Jeep Invasion takes place in downtown Butler. You want to see a couple thousand Jeeps in one place? Well, this is where you'd want to go. Guys, this is an event that I would love to go to. Just a little bit too far out, and the timing, it just never works for me. If you want a great Father's Day trip and a start up a new tradition, uh, Jeeping with your family, then head out June 12th through the 14th to Butler, Pennsylvania 
for the Bantam Jeep Festival. This is the fourth annual one, and guys, it's getting bigger and better all the time. The stuff that they are providing for the spectators is absolutely massive. The list is huge. There's wheeling, there's show and shine, there's a parade, whole nine yards. Great event for the family. Guys, the fourth annual Bantam Jeep Heritage Festival, June 12th to the 14th. For more information, head to bantamjeepfestival.com. Big Dogs Off-Road presents the Jeep Jam and 4x4 Expo happening June 7th through the 8th in West Friendship, Maryland. For more information, head to bigdogsoffroad.com. And the Ultra 4 Racing Circuit brings to you the Metal Cloak Stampede, May 8th through the 9th. City SRVA Gate Number 4, State Vehicular Recreation Area in California. Guys, for more information, check it out, ultra4racing.com. This is a spectator event, so if you guys want to see some hardcore, very fast, Hardcore racing action, off-road racing action, that is. By all means, check out ultra4racing.com. That's it for this week, guys. If you've got an event coming up in your area, let's get the word out. Whether it's a show and shine, a cruise in, a club run, fundraiser, or a huge event like the Easter Jeep Safari, let us know by giving us a call or sending us an email to newstips at xjtalkshow.com. Great show, guys. I really appreciate everybody being here. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but this is just so much fun. Uh, I think Tammy has had a hard time tonight because she's not using her standard uh, headphones. No, it's horrible. Yeah. Sorry. And we, we appreciate you hanging in there. And uh, you need to slap some people around and uh, get your uh, headphones back. <laughs> and now my 15-year-old took them so he can listen to To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, okay. So uh, well, at least it's a not good reason. choice. <laughs> Well, and the rest of you out there need to make sure you visit and like our Facebook page. Head over to facebook.com slash xjtalk.page and make sure you add us to your various lists and stuff like that. Twitter (laughs) at xjtalk, Stitcher Radio, tunein.com. Tony's laughing because I have no idea about social media. iTunes, guys, we are talking about those reviews each and every show. If you are listening to us through iTunes, please take a few moments to give us a review and leave us a comment. Don't forget about our YouTube channel and make sure you are subscribing, youtube.com slash xjtalk. And can't forget about xjtalk.com and xjtalkshow.com. xjtalkshow is where you can find our entire show archive for your listening and viewing pleasure 100% free. We bring it to you each and every week, guys. Join us Thursdays, 10 p.m. Central at xjtalkshow.com for the live show. How do you do that without breathing? This is, oh, I am breathing. I trust he's me. He's sneaking little <laughs> breaths in there. Ten minutes from now, he, he's going to be off the air and go. <gasps> yeah, <that's right. laughs> I was a competitive swimmer for seven years, three different teams year round. I've got lungs like a dolphin. <laughs> well, I, I think that's against the law to have dolphin lungs. <laughs> and they taste like tuna. So you guys have a great night. We really appreciate you being here, especially if you joined us in the live show. Uh, we had about, uh, I don't know, six or seven people uh, that uh, were chatting it up in the uh, in the chat room. We appreciate it. Uh, Paps Boys, very funny. Uh, gave us a new joke. Gave me, gave me a new joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is just priceless. Guys, we don't another need to be giving to Tony us. any more new jokes. <laughs> <laughs> another reason to join us for the live show, guys. Lots of fun happening at xjtalkshow.com. Join us next week for the live show and some fun in the chat room. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs> She remembered to wave.